Welcome to Walking Out Your Purpose with yours truly, Alicia Smith, where we focus on you reaching your full potential in all areas of your life through intentional dialogue and putting in the work. Let's get motivated to action so that we draw closer to realizing our life's purpose as a woman of God, wives, mothers, and businesswomen. Now come on in and eavesdrop on a conversation with me and sometimes a few others as we discuss having faith over fear from the pew to the boardroom and everywhere in between. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to walking out our purpose and accomplishing all that God has for us. Welcome to the Walking Out Your Purpose podcast with yours truly, Alicia Smith. I am so blessed to be able to bring another episode to you all. Thank you all so much for your support and for your continuing to listen. Please make sure you like, subscribe to the podcast. Also, you can find me on YouTube at Walking Out Your Purpose with Alicia Smith. We'd love to see you over there as well. And today we are continuing our series of A Peek Into Purpose, and I have none other than the comparable, I'm telling you guys, she's amazing, uh, incomparable, uh, amazing woman of God, author, all the things, uh, Kimberly Hardy today. So welcome to the show, Kim. So much, Alicia, for having me. This is an honor to be here. Thank you. Yes. So I like to start the show with having people share who they are. So tell us all about who you are, Kim. Okay. So first I want to say I am a child of God that is a recovering, (laughs) a a recovering child that was prodigal, but not prodigal. In other words, I'm the recovering son in the house, in the story of the prodigal son, that brother who didn't leave but who didn't truly understand just how much his father loved him until his father had to break it on down and say, everything that I have belongs to you. And so I am, I am the recovering uh, prodigal son that was in the house, not the one who left. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So tell us about, you know, your purpose when did you discover it? What is it? Um, and how are you walking in that daily? Okay, so I believe that my purpose is to uh, show the goodness, the light of Christ, um, particularly with women and girls. Um, this purpose uh, came to me very early on in life, um, just in my own experiences of looking um, in the word of God, in my, in my teens, in my early adolescence and thinking, hmm, the way I'm hearing this taught in pulpits, in churches, this doesn't really feel right to me. But when I read God's word myself, I feel this understanding of just how deeply God does love women um, and how we are co-heirs with men. (laughs) And for me, that message sank so deep in me that it ignited this desire to make sure that all women and all girls understand um, what that means to be a daughter of the king, to truly be loved by God. And so I feel like that is my purpose, speaking, um, working with women's groups, um, acting, singing, writing, all of those things are towards that purpose. I love that. And I am... um... A, I guess a benefactor of the work that you're doing and you have this wonderful 
get this y'all singles ministry and y'all know I'm not single <laughs> but you have this wonderful singles ministry Jesus where you do spotlight you know married couples and and certainly we've had an opportunity to speak on that um but it's your essence it's your it's your um it's it's everything about you, you draw people in uh your presence you draw people in and it's so much that can be gained from um you so thank you for walking your gift thank you for you know exhibiting your purpose uh, daily because it's blessing so many people and even people that maybe you didn't even intend to reach. <laughs> so I think that that's a, that's a beautiful thing. And so tell us, you know, about obstacles, tell us about barriers to, to accomplishing what it is that you're, you're trying to do with women, you know, and how have you overcome those obstacles? Wow, Alicia, I'm very much humbled and reminded of the fact that we have to keep pushing and doing what we're supposed to do in purpose because we don't know who is waiting on us to do it. And so um, when I think about the challenges that I have faced, um, there have been health challenges, mental health challenges, spiritual challenges in trying to readjust my thinking to God's thinking. And that's a challenge that all of us face, but I would say, especially as women um, in, in certain bodies of faith, particularly the one that I grew up in, um, there is sometimes limited thinking, a desire to put God in a box. And sometimes the purpose God calls us to is so much bigger than what we are comfortable with that that discomfort makes us drag our feet and sometimes make us drag our feet kicking and screaming. So I honestly believe that overcoming fear and stepping into courage has been the biggest challenge that I have had to face thus far. And that comes with things like people telling you, um, you don't need to be that transparent. People, people don't need to know all of that. Um, or people telling you, um, are you sure that's what God wants you to do? Things like that. So those doubts and fears. And then those, those things that come from within, do I have enough? Am I enough to do what God has called me to do? And the resounding answer to that is no, you are not enough. You don't know enough. You don't have enough, but God does. And he's going to give you all that you need along the way. So that is how I am overcoming the challenge. I don't have this thing licked yet. So every day I've got to wake up get on my knees and ask God, God, help me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's in Luke, actually. It says with God, all things are possible, you know, no, or yeah. nothing with, without God or nothing without God is possible, is impossible. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think that, like you said, he, we have to align ourselves with him and his will and forget them naysayers, forget them people, <laughs> you know, that are not um, speaking positivity into your, into your life and they will come. And that's, you know, that's a part of the journey. Um, and you disrespectfully, you know, <laughs> you know, push them, push them to the side and keep it moving. And um, because at the end of the day, when we get to those pearly gates, God's not going to ask you about, you know, he's going to, well, he is going to ask you about what you did, but you can't be up there talking about, well, so-and-so told me I couldn't do it. So, but it's mm. not what he told us to do. <laughs> and we have to make sure that we're listening to him. You know what I mean? So I think that's mm -hmm. awesome. Um, so I want to know about routines, right? I love to hear about what people do um, to keep their purpose, you know, fresh and to keep their walk fresh. So tell me about some daily things that you do. Um, I'm, I'm sure prayer is one of them, but just daily things that you do to, to keep you going. 
Okay, so um, one thing that I have loved um, doing is writing. And so particularly, um, I write my prayers and physically put them into a prayer box. So I have an altar space. I'm going to move my camera just a little bit. But this space right back here, um, I, I have uh, set up sort of um, a, a space where there are some posters that have some affirmations on them. But that prayer box is the thing that I do consistently where I write the prayer and I physically put it in the box. And my box has two clamps on them. And so when I shut those clamps down, I have to tell myself, now I've given it to the Lord. Now, there is no Bible verse that tells you to use a prayer box and to clamp the clamps. But for me, it is a practice that God has used to really, really um, help me to unload my heart, honestly, beforehand, and then to put it away um, into that box as a way of submitting it to him. And then I cannot take it out, which means I can't pick it up and start worrying about worrying about it in my mind, right? Because that that God, will you do it? And then let me work on, on it too is a thing that um, I think sometimes we get in his way. So that's definitely something I have. Of course, reading my Bible and uh, reflecting on the word, listening to Christian music uh, is something that I do all of the time. Very rarely do I listen to something else. And the reason really for me is the word says he will keep them in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on him. And so listening to the Christian music in the car, listening to the Christian music in the, in the house, um, it changes the atmosphere for me. It shifts the atmosphere. And so uh, something that I will be instituting is a specifically a gratitude journal where I will be writing out what it is that I'm grateful for. So I'm trying to add in some new routines as well into this. Um, and then, you know, COVID kind of set everybody's butts down. Um, and it really uh, helped me get in tune with just how much me being in nature outside, hearing the trees, feeling the air is really renewing for me, right? I cannot point to a scripture that says specifically, go outside and take a walk. But what I can say is that God and his divineness has made so much beauty in the world. And we do see that God used to walk in that garden with Adam. And so for me, that is a routine that I need, I have to go and get that, get that for me to just, just keep my stress levels down. It allows me to think through things. And of course, you know, it's going to help with the health as well. Yeah. No, listen, I, I hope you all listening have, have your notebook and your notes app out because I'm over here literally writing down notes too. Um, because one of the things, and I've heard this constantly uh, and, and one from a, um, a wise, wise woman of God, uh, minister's wife back in Michigan where I'm from, uh, told me a long time ago, right, to get the prayer box you know, mm -hmm. and to put your prayers in the box and when mm -hmm. God answers them, right, kind of shift it to another box. Yes. And I was like, that sounds good, you know, but I never did it, right? But it, it literally keeps coming up. And she told me yes. that a while ago, but it like keeps coming up that people are putting this as part of their routine. So I'm gonna go yes. do the box. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that you all listening do the box as well. Um, yes. I've been one of the sisters at uh, Hope Church of Christ where we attend, Katia Prince, she talked about this prayer boxes also. So I'm getting the box. Um, awesome. And then the gratitude journal. I know that uh, a really good friend of mine, 
um, went through a lot with COVID. She lost her father during COVID and it was beginning stages of COVID. So you couldn't do funerals, mm -hmm. you know, there was no closure. Um, and so it was just a lot, work was crazy. She works in HR as well. And so, um, you know, you're just also trying to figure out like what's the new norm uh, for working because she works in a manufacturing facility in HR. So they still have to come to work, right? There was no work from home if you build in the elevator, right? You mm -hmm. elevator company. So um, anyway, but I remember when she, you know, ended up seeking out some support, it was, what are you grateful for? Like mm -hmm. just start writing down what you're grateful for every single mm -hmm. day. And mm -hmm. I was like, wow. Like, cause you know, we say mm -hmm. that stuff, but then it's, but it, the actual activity <laughs> mm -hmm. of sitting mm -hmm. down in a quiet space, um, because that's also where you're going to hear from God. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And so I love that, that you started that gratitude journal. And I wanted to share that story because I think that it's so important that we not focus on all the noise. Mm -hmm. If we really mm -hmm. want to truly want to hear from God and we really mm -hmm. want to make sure that we are filled up so that we can yes. pour out <laughs> yes, yes. and do our purpose and help other women mm -hmm. like you talked about and uh, help people, whatever our journey is, whatever our purpose is, um, we've, we have to be filled ourselves. Um, and so you got to get in that quiet space. You got to pray to God. You got to write in your journal. You got to be grateful. Um, and you got to hear from God so that you can, that you can help others. So I, I, I just wanted to connect all of that because it's so great mm -hmm. that you're doing those things, Kim. And like I said, I'm a benefactor of, of the work that you're doing, you know, privately, it shows publicly. So, um, so I want to talk a little bit about this book. Okay. <laughs> So, right, I love how you were talking about earlier um, the prodigal son and, uh, and and your journey with that. So tell us about the, the genesis of the book and, mm -hmm. so, you know, what it's about and, of course, where people can grab them a copy. Okay, yes. So the book uh, recently came out in January and I started writing, um, I think, 2018 was when I wrote the devotional parts of the book. Um, and the Lord um, showed me in 2020, you know, with COVID, you, I was by myself for months and months on end. Um, no one, I don't have family that lives here. Um, I, I live alone and I'm a teacher. So I was doing everything remotely. So there were months and months and months that went by when I didn't even touch another human being's hand, you know. Uh, and so for me, it was an opportunity for God to really talk to me, right? And not the talking that I usually do, the okay, prayer, read my Bible, you know, here, you know, write notes from a sermon. But the Lord literally told me, you don't have a problem with our relationship. It's not about our relationship is not the problem. You have a problem with your relationship with yourself. And that was such a, um, such a, a shifting word for me. And I know God had been trying to tell me that in ways before, but for some reason, this, the quietness that came into my life because of the pandemic, God was able to really, really tell me, you've got to get this relationship with yourself right. You've got to make this right. And of course, we know that usually when the Lord is talking about relationships, forgiveness is a thing that is just like, look, as a Christian, you have no choice. The same way that you have no choice to give your tithe, you have no choice but to forgive. And so often we think about the forgiveness that we give to other people, but how many of us are holding ourselves hostage, right? Because we weren't perfect. 
because we didn't do everything the right way, the way that we wanted it to be done or that, you know, we failed. So for me, the, the actual writing of the book to where it was ready to be published required for me to heal the relationship with myself. In 2007, I was diagnosed with, I received a mental health diagnosis. And from 2007 to 2020, for 13 years, I carried a ball and chain of shame, worked in ministries at church with the ball of shame, served the community, ball of shame, um, did my you know, work and, and just this, 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 this shame over having a mental health diagnosis was, it was killing me, it was. And it wasn't the mental health issue, but the shame that I carried. And I had to let go of that shame. And the Lord told me to pour out um, vulnerably and to tell the stories, tell all the stories of, you know, of the different times. And so um, when the Lord told me to do that, and I listened and obeyed and followed through, no matter how uncomfortable it was, um, the book was, was, was birthed and born from, um, from God telling me to heal the relationship with myself and then to tell my story. Yeah. That's beautiful. And the, the book is called Love Letters to Baby Girl. Um, and it's by Kimberly Hardy. So you all make sure you get it. We'll put a link in the uh, show notes as well. Um, but it's an easy read. I encourage you all to, to grab it. Um, and one of the things I was reading actually before I came on here <laughs> was um, day 16. So forgive me, Kim, because I didn't go in order. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, but one of the things uh, that I loved about this, and it was, it was just what I needed actually at the moment. Um, and it, the, I'm just going to read the daily decoration, if you don't mind. Okay. It says, what a mighty God we serve. He takes care of all of my needs. Never have I seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. I am God's baby girl. I cast all my cares on him because he cares for me. And literally, I'm telling you, like literally, right before what did I tell you when we first before the call, I was you asked me how I was doing. I was like, I'm tired. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot going on. But I read literally read that right before we got on. I'm like, okay, God, mm-hmm. I'm surrendering. It's it's all you. And yeah. I've got a renewed energy. So there you go. Um, It it is uh, such a, like I said, such a great book, biblically based. I want you all to make sure that you get a copy of it, support Kim uh, in this ministry. So I want to know now about another thing you're doing, (laughs) because you're just doing all the things as our uh, friend Denine likes to say. And uh, so you have this ministry that I talked about earlier, this singles ministry that's clearly blessing married folk too. So tell us about Jesus Sprinkle. Okay. And, okay. Um, and, and what, how did that start and, and what, it, what is it so people can, can know? Okay. So Jesus Sprinkle is a virtual community of Christian single women and married women. Um, and it's all about our desire for kingdom marriages. There is, um, I feel like we're in a new time, right? I don't think there's ever been a time in the world where there were so many single women and without really marriageable partners that like are readily available that are like, here I am. You know, most cultures have, um, you know, have these things already worked out, right? So they've got arranged marriages, they've got, you know, some things that are just, you know, we wouldn't want any of that, but it's kind of like we're in, in the first time in our, in our, in our culture 
where you have so many women that are so successful in all of these areas. These are spiritually strong women. These are, you know, women who some of them, you know, have, have, have you know, maintained their purity while getting degrees, while buying houses, while working in, you know, in ministry, you know, all of all of the things, as Deneen would say. But that desire for marriage is um, is there and it doesn't seem like it's coming. And so Jesus Sprinkle is a community. It is a safe place. It is a tribe. Um, it is a place to be accountable and to, and to infuse hope around this desire for kingdom marriage. We believe in the Jesus Sprinkle that your desire for kingdom marriage is for God's glory and for your good. And so um, that came out of, uh, it, it came to me as a fellowship of prayer, just a group of women that would get together and pray about this desire for marriage. And God actually gave me that idea in 2011. And so we did it. But at the time, it was just an email list of 40 women that were praying together. It was like a sheet of paper with 40 names and we were praying, you know, we were praying about it. That, that's really all it was. So when God revived this in 2020, it was after I had prayed, prayed and fasted, Shout out to prayer and fasting. Sometimes in the body we pray, but if you combine it with fasting, I promise you, you're going to see what why God asked us to fast. <laughs> and it was so powerful because after the during the fast, God was literally downloading, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And I'm thinking, well, I don't know how to do this. And then God says, call this person. And so I, I tell you, the majority of the sisters that are in the Jesus Sprinkle, I did not know before this pandemic. And now these are some people that are the closest to me. We pray together, we fast together, we, we, we share our hearts together. And so Jesus Sprinkle is a safe place that is born out of a need for us to hold on to hope about our desire for marriage and to not treat it. Sometimes the church will tell you messages like, oh, don't focus on it. If you, if you just serve the Lord, it'll happen. Or girl, I don't know what you're going to do. Ain't no man in the church. All of these messages, right? And the enemy can take those messages and turn them on us and really create some destruction. And so Jesus Sprinkle, I like to, uh, I like to refer to uh, Matthew 25 of those five foolish versions and those five uh, wise versions. We wanna help everybody be those five wise versions that are prepared for when the bridegroom arrives. And by bridegroom, I mean the human bridegroom and Jesus. And so the bridegroom, the ultimate bridegroom, we want to be ready. And so, you know, the Bible says that those five virgins were foolish because they didn't come. They had a lamp, but they didn't have any oil. So Jesus Sprinkle, we are checking. Sister, do you have your oil? You got your oil? You got <laughs> We are oil, oil checkers. <laughs> we are oil checkers, you know. And so many, many I've noticed, you know, in many church cultures, there are single women who are literally the engines of all of these ministries. The married people are like, can you watch the kids? And she's like, yes. You know, and can you work on the youth ministry? Yes. You know, all of this. And so we just we just want to make sure that those women are being ministered to and that our hope in kingdom marriage um, as singles and as married, as married people stays, stays, you know, fully fixed on, on the Lord and what he's doing. And um, yeah, for our, for his glory and for our good. 
Oh, I love it. I love it. And it's such a powerful ministry uh, and it's blessing so many people and it's giving, you know, uh, people an opportunity to share, you know, their love story. You all do this. Yes. God written love stories, which yes. is, is amazing. And what I've seen by just listening to the different stories is it's not all fairy tale, you know, God dropped him out the sky and, you know, <laughs> no. And, and sometimes it's, you know, meeting in the church, sometimes it ain't meeting in the church, sometimes mm-hmm. it's, you know, people's walks have been different Yes, and that's okay. Um, and I yes. think what you all are helping people with is know the heart of the person. You know what yes. I mean? And, yes. um, and making sure they have a relationship because you can have folks that are in, the, let me not go there, but you but, go there, Alicia, <laughs> go there. <laughs> because listen, just cause they are pew sitter or now, you know, a, 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 you know, sitting at their home and their lazy boy watching the virtual services, you know, doesn't mean they, they have relationship and right. um, you definitely right. want to make sure that you have a person that has a relationship with God. Um, and, and, and all Matthew six thirty three when we mm-hmm. seek him first amen. and in his righteousness and all those, amen. all the things will, will come together. Um, amen. and, amen. Uh, I always tease my husband because I met him obviously at church, but, but he, he had a, he was a, he had a BC a before Christ and, <laughs> <laughs> and praise God for deliverance. But, um, but you yes. know, so everybody has a story. Everybody has, you know, yeah um something that that has happened in their life yeah. uh otherwise we wouldn't have a testimony and the bible tells amen. us that we overcome by our testimony amen. by the blood amen. And, testimony. and if you all have not checked out alicia and her husband's story it is so powerful it is so beautiful y'all they were the first couple to have a music video to share with the jesus sprinkle and so we were all like ah so we are huge fans of Alicia oh and her husband. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is too funny. Um, no, and I and I and I just I want to um, encourage you know um, single women um, that God continue to pray. God and like you said, and fast. God will give you the desires of your heart, and we just mm-hmm. have to know that it, it may not be in the timing that we expect. I, right. For me, I had no idea I would get married at twenty five. I wasn't thinking nothing about marriage. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Um, so, you know, so, you know, you just, you just don't know, but God, um, God knows our heart and, and he will give us those desires. Uh, and so one of the things that, that I like that you said is about praying and fasting and we are a praying and fasting, uh, family here. Um, yeah. and one of the things that I was praying and fasting about earlier in the year was clarity, um, mm. and wanting to just kind of know next steps for a lot of things, um, for mm-hmm. my career, for the podcast, mm-hmm. for ministry, mm-hmm. all these things. Uh, and lo and behold, I listened to a uh, Dotson Street Church of Christ. They do Thursday night teachings. Mm-hmm. We all love it, right? Um, and Deneen was there. And she was doing this talk on purpose. And I was like, oh, did she just say purpose? You know, that's my words. I'm like, purpose. So I, you know, reached out to her, had no idea the door that I was opening. <laughs> I just reached mm-hmm. out and said, hey, you want to be on the podcast? And she was like, well, let's talk first. I was like, people just say yes. Like, what do you mean? Let's talk first. (laughs) And anyway, I had no idea that all this coaching and all this other, all these other things. And of course we got on the phone that ended up being two, three hour conversation. And now she's my coach. And I'm like, oh my God, Lord, like you're, you're literally are answering my prayers and my fast because if nothing else, Denise don't get you clear. (laughs) You you go get clear. (laughs) 
and she's a you know and she's a christian so it's like mm-hmm. you know we have the same faith so that just makes it yeah. easier to talk she's a sore yeah. right so it just makes it yeah. so much easier and um and so I, I am a strong believer as well. I just want to share that story because I'm a strong believer in praying and fasting as well. Mm-hmm. And um, God will deliver. And the thing is, is that I, that fast was in January. I did the Daniel fast 21 days. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, I think I mm-hmm. signed up with Danita in February, like middle of February. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just, yeah, I, it, it's Amen. so powerful. Um, and so we, we, we can't skip over the principles that God gives us in the Bible. Amen. 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 And you know, one thing that I think about that you said, you, you, you quoted Matthew 6, 33, and it says, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, not religiousness. Exactly. And I think sometimes we get that confused and it becomes a traditions of men where we are forgetting the things that God says do. And we're looking at other people telling us what they think God told us to do. And we're wondering why we're not getting the results. Well, are you doing what God told you to do? Are you doing what people told you that God told you to do, you know? And so going to God and going to the source and fasting before him to ask him, what do you want and how do you want it done? He is not, he is not gonna be silent. He is not going to ignore you. And so Deneen coming into your life, Deneen coming into my life, um, you know, it's it's such a blessing. And, and you know, we're talking about Deneen Merriweather, career, uh, career to calling. She she is a is an amazing life coach. Um, I can't do her spiel for y'all, but I will say this: she is a blessing. And she is an answer to prayers for Alicia and for me and for, I think, for many women, many women who are seeking answers from the Lord. And I want to say that when you're walking in your purpose, you do not get all of the answers at the beginning. You just don't. And God is going to bring what you need when you need it. Right. So like the children of Israel, he didn't open the sea two months before the scene to be opened. They were right up on it. And, and Egypt was right behind them. And then, and then he shows up. And so God doesn't necessarily do the things super early, right? But he does them when we need them, right? And so when we're walking in purpose, keep putting one step in front of the other. Pray intentionally, Fast, intense, don't just fast random. Say, no, Abba, I need this, 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 you know, and 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 just pour it out. And one thing I think about is so often in the relationships that we've had, we have this idea that we have to be perfect to be loved, that we have to come to God, you know, with our girdle on, you know, and with our um, you know, with our with our spanks on, right? I've heard someone say, but God doesn't want a fake relationship with you. He doesn't want to, oh, yes, you're so wonderful. Lord, Lord, you're so wonderful. When actually there's resentment in your heart because he didn't do the things that you thought of you would do. I'm not saying you're supposed to have resentment. What I am saying is you've got to be honest and pour that out before the Lord. Because if you try to keep it closed and you don't give it to him, he can't heal you the way he needs to. So just want to put that plug in for an authentic relationship with God. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's not much I even need to add to that. But but what I will say is um, God wants us to be, you know, naked and, and, and unashamed. Yes. 
<laughs> right? Yes. Um, yes. And you know, and he he knows our thoughts. Um, yeah. Guy, it's just like our parents. Our parents know we love them, but it's nice when we tell them we actually love them and we actually yes. show them. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. Uh, they appreciate that, right? They're like, yes. okay, it's real, you know. Yeah. So God wants to know that um, that we truly do know that He's the resource. That he's yes. the provider, that he's the yes. user, that he's the one um, that can can help us, and so yes. um, I think that's so critical that you that you stated that. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about before we end, because we're wrapping up, it's been so good. I just want to keep going, girl. But um, <laughs> I know you have things. We all have things going on. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to to ask you is, you may have touched on it a little bit, but what has this season? taught you, you know, this, this, this pandemic, this, um, I don't know, I don't want to put words what it has been to you, but, but I know for some people it's been great for some people it's been tough. So whatever it's been to you, what has it taught you? I think the thing that it's taught me, um, is the power of obedience. Um, and just doing the one thing God told you to do um, opens a floodgate of, of, uh, hearing more from the Lord. Um, I know that this has been a very difficult time for many of us, but there's a blessing in this thing for us because that's the kind of God we serve. He is, he is, he is the King of glory. He is the God of angel armies. Um, he, he, no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. He, makes beauty from ashes. This is who he is. And so for those of us that have been um, bludgeoned by this experience, whether it's loneliness or the or loss and grief, uncertainty, we can trust that God will make beauty from these ashes. And I think for me, understanding that he longs to do that and sometimes it requires me to take the first step of obedience, to invite him in, to turn those ashes into beauty. And so I would say obedience and believing that he is, he is the, this king of glory right here. He does the impossible and makes beauty from ashes. Oh, girl, pass the plate. Oh, my goodness. That was amazing. 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 I love that. So... Tell us, Kim, how can people, because uh, I know they want to be connected to you now. You didn't tell them all this goodness <laughs> and you've been obedient to God. Um, and so that's why it, it shows up so authentically. It shows up so well in what you do. So tell them how they can get connected to you, either through Jesus Sprinkle, how they can get the book, all the, all the things. <laughs> okay. So Jesus Sprinkle, no S. <laughs> And it's not a sprinkle of Jesus. That's something else entirely. Um, you can find a Jesus Sprinkle on Facebook and you can just request to join. We'd love to have you. Uh, Jesus Sprinkle also has a YouTube channel where you can see Alicia and her husband telling their God-written love story. And we have at least 20 uh, God-written love stories. And I believe that as you listen to them, you will literally see the hand of God painting in all of these stories. And it will really be uplifting to you. It's not about perfection but it is about God's purpose. Um, I am on Facebook, Kimberly Annette. I'm an old lady, so I'm not on any of the other social media platforms. 
platforms. If there's a young person out there who would like to help this old lady do that, please, please reach out to me. You can also get the book on Amazon, Love Letters to Baby Girl. And uh, you can also, yep, just reach out to me on Facebook. I'm Kimberly Annette, A-N-N-E-T-T-E. Awesome. And we will make sure that information is provided. Thank you, love, for coming on the show. Thank you for um, walking in your purpose. Thank you for listening to God. Thank you for pouring out as you do. I mean, y'all, last night, let me just say this. I know this will probably air later. So the day that we're we're talking about this is on the 28th. But the 27th, last night, uh, Kim uh, held a vision board uh, event, vision board party. And for those that know me, know I love everything vision board. And um, listen, she gave a full lesson, honey. I came in there thinking I'm about to do some some vision board stuff, which we got to that. But she gave a full grown, full blown lesson that was just so uh, relevant and timely and did the prep work before you even get to the board. Come on, somebody. So y'all need to go ahead and go ahead and follow her (laughs) and all the things she talked about make sure you get connected. You're going to get so much more than you probably even expected to. Um, so thank, thank you, Kim. I'm so glad we're connected. And um, thank you so much. Thank, for coming you, thank you for doing what you're doing and walking in your purpose. Thank you. All right, y'all. Well, everyone, I hope you took some good notes and have at least one action you will take to propel your life forward in pursuing your purpose. Let's get it. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Now go conquer your day and don't let it conquer you. Until next time, peace and blessings.